Hi, this is Comet Picks by the Glick. And I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, what's up? Yeah, well, this week, as a lot of you probably noticed, we've got, we've got a movie based on a comic book out, out called Hellboy. This was, Hellboy? Yeah, yeah Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. It's based on, on the comic creation by Mike Mignola. And as Mignola's described it, it's basically... Uh, um, co- Hellboy, the comic book, is basically an expression of his love for the... Um, Great monster and energy works of Jack Kirby crossed with um, all the great, great craziness of like um, H.P. Lovecraft. H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft. Like, Did you say uh, let's love crack? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't ask me what I was thinking there. But H.P. Lovecraft, you know, like, all like the all the dark gods and the tentacles and stuff like that. Oh, right. Yeah, the whole Cthulhu thing or whatever. Exactly. Is that how you say it? Cthulhu? Anyway. It's like I heard like the Cthulhu is supposed to be not be. The way he imagines it is it's not supposed to be able to pronounce by, by moral tongue. Yeah. So whatever we say, we, we have to say it wrong because we can't pronounce it. That's right. Anyway, that being said, the main thing about Hellboy is that the main appeal, main appeal for it is it's just basically like Hellboy, like he's just a regular guy. He's a working class, blue collar, blue collar dude. He happens to be the son of a grand demon and a witch. Yeah. He's also the beast of the apocalypse who's been prophesized to bring about the ruin, the ruin of mankind. Awesome. But hey, it's like aside from that, he's just a regular guy like the rest of us who just wants to have a beard, do a decent day's work, and just and just you know just go through life like a regular guy. Now I've seen the movies. Uh, does he smoke cigars in the in the comics as well? Yeah, he just yeah he, does, he smokes a lot. He's got the trench coat. Actually, he goes shirtless a lot more in the comics than he does in the in the movies. <laughs> yeah, and well, the general consensus along among just about everyone who uh, reviews comic books is that Hellboy is a national treasure. It's one of the best um, creator-owned comics to come along, like in the last twenty odd years. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, my opinion, I think Hellboy is merely good rather than a national treasure. All righty. Now you see, it's like I love like the general approach for Hellboy. I mean, it's it's impossible not to like all the craziness that Mike Mignola comes up with, like with with Nazi, with like Nazi created um, gems, like a like a like a head like a floating head in the jar, like or or grill or gorillas. Who, or like um, zombie gorillas and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's about, and it's and it's like general love of mythology in general, for like any kind of mythology: Japanese, Japanese, Nordic, um, Native American, African, all sorts of stuff. I mean, he draws inspiration from everywhere. But the problem, the problem is for me though, is that while I, I love Hellboy's like um, working class regular guy approach to the character, every a lot of the stories, like the main stories that that. Advance of the general Hellboy mythology generally revolve around the thread of oh Hellboy is a beast of the apocalypse he's going to br- he's going to bring about the ruin of mankind and generally it, these stories involve like so, certain parties like Nazis other demons witches stuff like that just saying oh Hellboy you are the beast of the apocalypse you're going to bring about the ruin of mankind we're going to try and stop you or help you along your way and Hellboy going yeah screw you bastards I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want right and. Yeah, you know, that, that kind of approach gets gets wearing, wearing after a while. I mean, like, if it wasn't for Hellboy's like really great down to earth sense of humor, like when these people like come up to him and tell him about this stuff, he's like, "Screw you, bastards! I've been drinking with skeletons. You don't want to mess with me." <laughs> I mean, like his his help becomes necessary to, to, to diffusing a lot of the um, pretentiousness of a lot of this, a lot of the overarching storylines come across. So, so he's kind of a pragmatic, just you know, like, hey, you know what? Screw my fate. I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. And that's so you're saying that that theme is just carried over, you know, 
like over and over and over again in every situation. Exactly. I mean, that's it's like right. it's the overall storyline. Like that's that's kind of like the thing we've been dealing with for years. And also the people who've been saying these things about how it being the beast of the apocalypse are generally very thoroughly serious and and serious and insufferable folks like the Nazis or witches or what ha- what not. Right. Who the just, people who care more about it than Hellboy himself. Yeah. <laughs> and we've been just been going and this and like. They just, it's just so definitely they're just so definitely serious about this stuff that it's kind of like we're like yeah we get the point get on with it and it's like it, to be honest like a lot of the stuff I enjoy for Hellboy the most are like just like little short stories where like the corpse where he has to deliver a where he's been charged in order to get like a kid back um, to his parents he, the fairy folk are charging with like delivering a corpse to um, a proper Christian burial ground which proves um, far more challenging than he initially plan because of all the people who don't want this guy to be buried in a certain spot and a giant pig demon who comes to beat the crap out of Hellboy in, hmm. instead. And you also like other stories like Heads, which involve into Japanese vampire heads who um, want to ha- who want to try and eat, Hel- eat Hellboy for dinner, but Hellboy wakes up first, drowns their bodies, and winds up killing them first. Hmm. Or the Troll Witch, which involves um, stories of two, two sisters, one beautiful, one ugly, and the um, ugly one having to save the head of the beautiful one before before she dies. Mm. I mean, like, these little stories of mythology that, that Manolo brings out to, to, to share with everyone are really, really good stuff. It's just the overall, overall story of Hellboy, it's, it's not entirely interesting by itself. Mm. I mean, it's like, yeah, we know Hellboy, like, he's, we know about his destiny, we know he wants to, uh, because of, we use racism, he wants to escape it, but... Yeah, at this point, like, where, where do you want to go? Where are we going from here? I mean, like, the most recent volume, Darkness Calls, right? Um, basically has Hellboy going through a bunch of um, Russian, Russian mythology features, which just keep on reiterating the same stuff I've been telling you about. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm like well, where do you go from here? Like, what what is there is there a clear direction for Hellboy? I mean, it's like, like I like his general general character, but the overall storylines don't do a whole lot for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, it's good stuff, but. And I was like, National Treasure? I think not. Okay. Yeah, one of the things I liked about the recent movie, um, Hellboy 2, yeah. Golden Army, which we'll talk about more in the um, No Podcast for Old Men. That That's right. Did. Yeah, cross-promotion here, buddies. Just check, it, just check it out. That's right. <laughs> Is that it's a very Hellboy story with its, with its stories about the, um, about the elves trying to, trying to um, get the, uh, the elven prince, um, Nuada, trying to get, get his hands on a legendary army to destroy the race of man. Right. And... And help and Hellboy coming in to try and try and stop him, along with the rest of the um, Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense, or BPRD for short. Mm-hmm. And it's a very Hellboy story, but without all the whole oh the, he's the Beast of the Apocalypse stuff. Actually, the whole Beast of the Apocalypse is very played down in the in the movies to mm-hmm. the extent that you know it becomes more interesting. Mm-hmm. To, to the extent where I I much rather see um, Guillermo del Toro's take on this. Than Mike Mignola's. I mean, sad as it may be, it's like interesting. That's, that's right. I mean, it's like it's the story itself of the movie seemed like it came more from Del Toro's head than Mignola's. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm kind of sure that once some um, Del Toro is done with um, the Hobbit prequels, that he'll come back to Hellboy to finish off, finish it off, and makes a proper, a proper um, um, trilogy of movies. Yes, exactly. Because we need at least Hellboy three. <laughs> yes, especially if, especially if it's as good as as good as the recent one. Mm-hmm. Yep. That being said, after after Volume Five, let's see, was it, was it Volume Five? Yeah, Volume Five of the Hellboy series, Conqueror Worm. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me let me read this off for you real quick. It's like sure. The, the, the um, they're up to Volume Eight right now for Hellboy, and 
the volumes in order are Seed of Destruction, Wake the Devil, The Chained Coffin, and others. The Right Hand of Doom, Conqueror Worm, Strange Places, The Troll Witch, and others. And the most recent one, Darkness Calls. But after the ends of Volume 5, Conqueror Worm, where Hellboy has to to take on a a Lovecraftian worm in order to say that has come down from space to um, turn everyone into zombie frogs... He um he 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 decides to quit the BPRD because of his because of their treatment of one of his buddies, Roger the Homunculus. Okay. Yeah. So after that, um, there's another sister series to Hellboy called BPRD. Okay. Which basically focuses on um, Roger the Homunculus, Abraham Sapien, um, Liz Liz the pyro- Pyrokinetic, and Johann Krauss the um, Ectoplasmic Medium. Okay. And like the first two volumes are just basically collections of the one shots. And one-off stories that that Minola has done for the franchise over the years, and then it becomes a series of miniseries with Volume Three, um, Plague of Frogs, which starts dealing with Abraham taping its origins. Now, this makes now like well, I people are going to have issue with like my thoughts on Hellboy in general. Personally, I feel that BPRD floats my boat a lot more because hmm. it's got a much more focused um, take on what what it's going to. On its overall storyline, and it just tends to be balanced its um, humor and humor and drama a lot better than, than Hellboy is in general. Mm-hmm. Is this Mike Mignola as well? Okay, the first three volumes: um, Hollow Earth and other stories, The Soul of Venice and other stories, and Plague of Frogs um, are Mike Mignola by itself, okay. by himself. And like they're they're generally like which if you've read Hellboy, you'll know what to expect from here. With volume three, the volume four, I mean volume four, the dead. Um, Bignola brings on a co-writer, John Arcudi, who's done lots of Dark Horse stuff before, Dark Horse stuff before, like The Mask, various Aliens properties and other stuff. Okay. And to be honest, I feel that, I'm not sure if it was just Bignola, um, Arcudi himself um, bringing a lot to this up, but he, but from volume four um, on, it comes to like, it gives a lot more stuff. Hmm. The Dead also brings the introduction of a new character to the BPRD mythos, um, Captain Benjamin Daimyo, who's very much a military guy, but also, what's qualified to join the BPRD is that he was um, once dead three, for three days. <laughs> and then he came back. Fascinating. But he's a great character because he, while he's very military, he's not the whole um, angry military, oh, you're going to do what I have to say because I'm, I'm the general here and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's like he's, he's very much a down-to-earth kind of guy who, you know, he's got, he, there is some friction with the rest of the members. He um, does a good job of, of working with them and understanding what, what, it, what it means to join, to, um, to join this group. And with with the um, what also makes BPRD work as a series of miniseries that it's got a fairly clear clear defined um, goals that there's a bunch of fr- um, frog demons um, who've come up um, as as a result of the um, intervention of this one one old old god Saduhem and it's like basically their their emergence is basically like the um, the forerunner that he's going to come back and destroy and destroy everyone, destroy everyone there. Mm. Of course, the problem is that there's also additional stuff like Abraham Sapien finally discovering his origins, um, eventually um, Johann Krauss getting a body later on, uh-huh. um, and also like and Kate Corrigan um, trying to uh, match with the with an occultist collector um, in order to um, help help out one of the other um, members who's who suffers a great tragedy in the series. Hmm. It's like it's overall BPRD. It's like it's a it's far more. It seems far more like um, accessible. It's got a clear, defined purpose. Lots of great humor. Lots of great humor, suspense. Uh, great attention to the detail as far as mythology goes. Mm. 
and I just, I just generally feel that um, that it's actually I can't attribute all this specifically to Arcudi's involvement. I believe that like the series, the series does pick up, does grant pick up a, lo- a great deal once once he joins in um, Volume Four of the Dead. Hmm. <laughs> How's the artwork in these volumes? Are they just oh. uh, in- well? Generally, it's like by, like I say, going back and forth, going back to Hellboy for a bit. Um, sure. Mignola's art artwork is great stuff. I mean, he's got a great handle on, on balance between darkness and light and it's just very very clean very stylized angular stuff that just works really well for, for trying to pick any any kind of um, any kind of demon uh, like either from this world or from some other mm-hmm. other world the BPRD volumes um, the first two volumes are a bunch of different artists who each I'll just say they work very well but the but from volume three um, Plague of Frogs onward um, it's handled by um, guy by Guy Davis. Okay. Good lord! I mean, there's nothing this guy can't draw. I mean, like any kind of like demon you need, like you need like a worm god from ten thousand years ago, like vampire demons from who've been trapped in one place for thousands of years, panther gods, mm-hmm. like um, people like eight nineteenth century steam like um steam operated bodies. I mean, good lord, this guy, this there's nothing this guy this guy can't draw, and it's like it's really impressive to see him at at work in every single volume. I mean, it's it's not conventionally... His work isn't conventionally created by, you know, modern superhero standards, but, I mean, like, it's all the better for that. I mean, mm. it's like he's... The guy's a great talent, and it's, gr- it's incredible to see him at work. I've seen him turn loose in BPRD, which just, just, like, throws all sorts of stuff at him to allow him to draw. I mean, it's... Personally, it's like... Yeah, it's like... I honestly reckon BPRD for anyone... If you like Cowboy, uh, it's... And I'd say there are more people who... A lot of people out there, you're gonna definitely like this as well. I mean, Hellboy, yeah. I mean, it's like I wouldn't wouldn't quite go far to say it's as good as its hype that you that you've heard that it's the, one of the greatest series ever. I mean, yeah, it's it's inspired some good movies, but it just but there's like I said, just wish they find that um, they'd finally get like a a new direction for, for for Hellboy beyond just him being the beast of the apocalypse and having to avert his destiny. Mm-hmm. Just like a new new a new direction for that. BPRD is still going strong. It's got like a clear direction. I mean, my main claim is that the la- most recent volume, Killing Ground, leads off on a, on a great cliffhanger that basically like endangers one of my favorite characters from the series. Yeah. So in any case, like I said, if you like if you like Cowboy Two the movie, um, then you're I said I'd recommend either like the main series or BPRD for the both of you. Cool. Okay. And as for now, that's that's it. So hey, talk to you later. And next week it's all gonna be about Batman because you know. He's got a movie coming out, too. (laughs) All right. See you later, guys. Later.